on Google Play. Um, and if you want to reach out to us, we are at otpodcast at gmail.com or don't hesitate to follow us on our social media platforms. We are on Instagram, Snapchat, and we're even on Twitter. But I'm going to say we're most active on Twitter. Yeah. I spend a lot of time on Twitter, guys, you know. Um, so, yeah, we're back with another episode. It's been a little bit of a gap, but as we said before, we are not subscribing to traditional recording schedules. <laughs> so usually whenever we record the podcast, we usually finish off by always asking for suggestions. And I'm not going to lie, our suggestions really lack mm-hmm. from our social media platform. Like we get a lot of suggestions from our friends, from other people within like our social sphere, but we don't get a lot from people on social media. So when someone reached out, I was actually like really excited. And yeah, so we're going to take that suggestion today and we're actually going to run with it. So as you guys know, um, not just being Somali, but being any type of first generation immigrant, there comes a certain level of pressure, especially pressure for success. So we actually got a suggestion about doing an episode all about pressure for success. So I'm just going to read you the message that we got on Instagram and the person requested that they stay anonymous. So of course I'm going to adhere to that. Uh, So basically the message that we got on Instagram said, talk about how youngsters nowadays between the ages of 20 to 25 feel like their time is running out. For instances, if they don't achieve a certain goal or be at a certain point in their lives by a certain age, they feel like their life's over, not realizing they have plenty of time left, not realizing these years are for making mistakes and getting back up. So honestly, I really like the suggestion, Mm -hmm. honestly. And the person Mm -hmm. from the UK, so shout out UK right now, even though I usually make fun of them all the time. But I feel like that that tends to be very true in our culture and our society as a whole, that we feel like life's almost like a linear path. You know, you graduate high school, graduate university, find a job, get married, have children, when that's not always the case for everyone, you know? Like life, you have to make mistakes in order to get back up. So first thoughts on the suggestion, guys. Like, what do you guys think? Do you think that that's true? That there is like a really big, like, I guess, pressure for success in our culture? think that it's not that there's like a big pressure for success it's kind of like you're just expected to finish high school go to university get a job get married it's just like another step in life basically there's always steps that you always have to go through yeah Yeah. but like basically for Somali people I feel it's kind of different where I guess some like some of your peers like some people they have to work right after finishing school Mm because like Mm -hmm. they're on their own they don't live with their parents or something like that but um, maybe with some like, maybe with girls it could be a bit different than guys. There's not like a huge huge expectation for a girl when she finishes school to right away start working providing for the family unless she's getting married or if the family needs help. But I feel for guys if they're not working or if they're not in school they kind of see them as bums and they're like then your mom or your dad will start being like oh what are you doing here sitting here all day blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like it goes both ways, but it also depends on if you're a boy or a girl. I think that it's almost, like, really funny because, like, they put so much pressure on Somali guys and Somali girls. Like, they put an immense amount of pressure on us, but it's Somali girls that are typically thriving. Mm -hmm. And I'm not to say this just to, like, I'm not saying this just to, like, be like, oh, you know, niggas ain't shit. No, like, to be frank, the graduation rates prove their point. Mm-hmm. Not to say that there aren't Somali guys who are doing, like, amazing things out there, but you typically see more Somali girls in 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 fields. Do you know what I mean? Like, like when I used to work in the government, I didn't see a lot of... I saw, like, some Somali guys, 
but not a lot. But like every corner when I'd go to the masala, it'd be packed with swarga, like packed. Yeah. And a lot of them would be like students, things like that. I feel like it's almost like I don't know, like they just they put so much pressure on us as girls. And then even though they tell the guys to be try and be successful and stuff like that, but they put more pressure on on the girls, and the guys can just kind of slide by. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like, uh, <clears throat> to be honest with you, I feel like the parents give you more pressure when you are out of school and you have a job. After that, they're like, okay, what, do you, what else do you need to accomplish? You need to get married now for the girls. I don't know about the guys, really, but I feel like the parents are more stricter on the girls getting married than, than the, the boys. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. Mm-hmm. But... Um, but yeah, I do think that there is like the age, the 20 to 25, like you were saying, I, I do think that there is an age gap after 25. I feel like some people think that there's like an expiry date for mm-hmm. women, right? So it's it's kind of sad that some women want to work towards their career and like get themselves up and then, you know, find a husband or whatever. But, but yeah, I don't know. So it's kind of like... I feel like you, some people act like you have to be at the top of your career in your 20s, mm-hmm. where it's not the case. Like, a lot of people, most people don't find, like, they're at the top of their career till they're, like, mid-30s to late-30s. Yeah. And it's, like, you probably are going to go through more than, like, you're not going to be at your dream job the first time you finish school. But you know what makes me laugh? Like, I, I feel like in the past few months, I've started using LinkedIn more. Yeah. And the funny thing is, LinkedIn, even if, like, you're just, like, even if you have a job and you're just browsing jobs, it'll be like entry level position, five years of experience, mm-hmm. seven years of experience. And I'm like, okay, so you want me to start doing to work in this field when I was like 14? Like how, not seven years, like I'm 25, but like I'm just saying like they expect that you have like seven years of experience mm-hmm. by the time you're 22. And I'm like, that's an entry level position. Like some markets want you to be like an intern in the beginning and then don't they usually just want you to become like an intern and like volunteer first, get experience and then so like entry level? Yeah. Like entry level job. Not necess not necessarily you're supposed to just jump right into the Yeah. Yeah. But like not necessarily because well I I'll see okay, for example, we're all all four of us are in really different fields, right? Mm -hmm. So I went into like nonprofit and like after I left government I went into nonprofit, right? Nonprofit 90% 90% of the jobs are, okay, let's just say it'll be, like, uh, entry-level or non-experience, like, non-experience, which means you're not a manager or you're not, like, a mid-level manager. Like, wallahi, guys, I think maybe, like, 60% of the jobs I see is, like, five years of experience, seven years of experience. And it's not even talking about, like, volunteering. Because, like, I know you guys mean, like, oh, if you're in the nonprofit, you volunteer, then you'll get a position with them. So that, no, they're talking, like, five to seven years of experience already. Straight out of school? Like, they're basically saying... No, like, entry ads on, like, Indeed and stuff like that. Like, as soon as you're out of school, you see... You at least have to have five to ten years of experience. You're like, I just graduated. Yeah. And it's an entry-level job, too. It's like... It doesn't m- make any Like, sense. how are you supposed to be, like, successful... Yeah. ...if, like, you can't even get, like, your foot in the door? But I feel like we're kind of diverging from the topic mm-hmm. a little bit. The question was talking about, like... Um, <clears throat> the topic was talking about 20 to 25 are the years that you feel like you have to make mistakes yeah it's okay to make mistakes there's nothing wrong with that it's just i feel like people expect too much of themselves Mm -hmm. and of course everyone else expects things of them but they have to be okay with not caring you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and just doing whatever they want to do and it's 
they can sleep uh, really nice at night and time and stuff like that, right? So what I did was after university, like I went to college, and then after I finished that, I went to university. After I finished university, I was like, I was like, I'm done. Like, I need a break. I'm not going straight from this to a nine to five. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. I want a break. I want to be able to just chill at home and do nothing, right? So straight year, I just took these odd jobs, whatever call centers, did my thing. After the whole year, I felt content in myself, and I was like, I'm ready. Like, I had that realization myself. My parents didn't pressure me. Nobody pressured me. I could care less, you know? I, at the end of the day, have to pay for my own tuition, right? So I'm like, I realized myself, I need to go back and go into my field now. I started applying, and alhamdulillah, right away, it worked. It was just khadam, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now I'm working. I don't have any resentment towards anybody. I just did it all on my own. Mm Mm-hmm. So I feel like everyone just needs to follow their heart, whatever, and like do their own thing and not resent anybody. And of course, there's pressures to be successful, but like, are you mentally sane? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's more important, right? That's actually so true. Like, wallahi, I agree with Farah a hundred percent. Like, if I could underline it, I would because we have pressures for success, but we really forget mental health to like the fullest extent. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yo, like, university, people might be like, oh, university wasn't hard. University's hard. College is hard. Post-high school, whatever educational field you go into, apprenticeship, internship, um, college, university, it does not matter. It's hard. It takes a toll on you. And the fact that they expect, like, a kid to, like, oh, you know, you work full-time, plus you have to be involved on campus to have some sort of uh, internship and make connections. Then they also want you to pick up a job while you're in university, which is in your field. And especially if you're a first-generation immigrant, like, you also have to help out at home at the same time. You know, like, that's too much sometimes. And I feel like we, it's like you're saying, like, I feel like our culture almost doesn't allow for you to fail. They almost don't ever want you to fail. And, like, that's really dangerous. They want dangerous. you to always learn from their mistakes. But, like, how am I supposed to learn from their mistakes if I can't make my own? Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, it's like we need to build, like, I get that we don't get to make as many mistakes as, like, white people a lot of the time. Because they have, like, they, a lot of them can fall back on their parents yeah. and stuff like that. But we need to, like, I feel like we need to build a culture where it's okay to fail. Like, naturally, we, failure is the scariest thing in the world, but failure is what stops you from success. It's not even failure that stops you from success, it's fear of failure that stops you from success. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like, a lot of the time, we just think to ourselves, oh, you know what, I won't even bother to apply for that program, I won't even bother to apply for this internship, I won't apply for this job, because I'm, most likely, I'm going to fail, it's not going to work out. Mm. But, like, that fear of failing is what's holding you back from your own success a lot of the time. I feel like we also kind of have different definitions of success. So, for example, I don't know if any of you guys felt this, but do you feel like for when you're in school, mm-hmm. if you went to a certain program, people are like, oh, you're not going to get a job with that. Mm-hmm. Or or you're not going to make a lot of money with that job. Mm-hmm. Or you're not going to do anything with this. And then when you graduate school, like people be like, oh, like, what, you're a nurse? What do you do all day? Oh, you do this? What do you do all day? So, like, even when you actually do succeed in what you want to do, like, people can people have their own definition of success, like, oh, um, you're a doctor, a lawyer, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, and if you didn't meet that, then you're someone who's, like, a failure or a waste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be like, I don't know if you guys know, like, I don't. I, I, I saw people with different definitions of success, I guess. I right. felt that way when I went to AutoRadio into uh, international development and globalization. Um, I was there for, like, a year and a half, and I'm like, 
I thought to myself, though, but without anyone telling me what job am I going to get with this, I wanted to work for the UN, but I'm like, I'm probably not going to get there. I shot my own dreams down, so then I... And I also left because of math. <laughs> math seems to find me everywhere, so I dropped out of economics, so I'm like, yo, I'm just going to leave. But then after that, I took a break, and then I traveled, and I realized that I wanted to do travel, so that's... I followed my dream. Like, I wanted to to do travel but it's sometimes it's your own self-doubt that that gets in your way yeah. right so mm-hmm. it's it's not other people pressuring you it's, it's yourself. yourself you have high like expectations for yourself mm-hmm. and that sucks so yeah you're right about mental health so yeah right. yeah because like you can get super anxious looking yeah. for a job yeah like absolutely. there's nothing worse than waking up every day checking your email yeah. waiting for a missed phone call or a voicemail just for like a job interview or something like that it's the worst for all those who are like waiting for a response or something like that like the only thing i can think to say is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will never forsake you if you just keep telling yourself yo at the end of the day i'm doing this for the sake of allah i'm like i'm doing this for his sake and i'm doing this to be a better person to be a better muslim allah will never forsake you but like damn like gmail really be like <laughs> Like, Gmail's depressing at this point. But what was it? No, I actually never checked in. Just because, like, I went, it's, it's funny because, like, I went into the nonprofit world, Hensla, and, like, like Charity Village. Like, all those who want to be a nonprofit, basically, if you're looking for a job, check, uh, especially if you're Canadian, Charity Village is probably, like, the best website to check for it because it's, like, um, it's all, like, charities or NGOs and, like, charities you've never heard of that actually exist in Ottawa. I don't know. I just feel like it's so disheartening because, like, especially when you're 20 to 25, like, I don't know, like, you just feel like people are always questioning you, wondering what, where, when are you going to get successful? Like, they're always asking you, like, when are you going to get successful? And it's, like, when you're like 18, 19, 20, you're just trying to get through those classes. Like you're just trying to make it. You're just trying to survive out well, here. Wallahi. Yeah, and it's like, it's so funny, right? I think I've told, um, like I said it before, but like um, my first cousin, right? She's she's a cardiologist, alhamdulillah. But one of the, she went to, um, when she was in medical school, she studied biochemistry, right? So mashallah, whatever, really hard program. And the guy sitting next to her, he's like, oh, what program? Like they were talking about programs in undergrad. He studied guitar. Do you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people in, um, like, just because of what you study, it's not necessarily where you're going to end up. He did guitar, and he's now, he was, he's a doctor now. But he literally just said, he's like, oh, um, he's like, no, I just took the mandatory courses for medical school, and I wrote my MCAT, and he got in. And you know what what else people don't realize? Depending on what degree you go into, if it's not, like, a specific job, you you most likely won't work in that field. field, Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you get a bachelor's in economics, a bachelor's in social science, psychology, it doesn't mean you're actually going to work in that field. Exactly. Yeah. Like, a lot of people somehow end up doing nonprofit stuff. They work in government. They work in Depends research. Though, if you go to Algonquin and do a specific program. That exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, university is different. Yeah. Like, if you did a specific program, like, if you work, did nursing, you're going to be a nurse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, if you're doing general degrees, mm-hmm. a lot of times you're not going to end up doing yeah. that within that field. Like, for example, when I was, I was on a placement for school, the lady who was the head of this like medical journal did her bachelor's in English literature and her master's in English oh, literature. Wow. And she's like, oh, well, I'm the editor for this and they need someone who's not like in the scientific field to edit this. And she goes, all of a sudden, I'm an editor of a medical journal. <laughs> like, yeah, that's awesome. You know what's so funny? I was at Global Affairs like maybe like two weeks ago and there was a director there 
and she's the director of like a pretty big department in global affairs right and she's like oh um because like i studied international development and i asked her i'm like oh like if you're at global affairs in my head i'm like you either did political science you did like history something Mm -hmm. she studied television media i was like what I was like, how does this even end up happening? Yeah. Like, how did you even end up there? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. y- you, like, well, like, your li- life will take you wherever it chooses Everywhere, to take yeah. you. Some people change their careers multiple times, like, in their life lifespan. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's yeah. fine, honestly. You get, go down, you get back up, so. It's like never, it's literally never too late to go back to school. It's never. I, I had people in my, in my program that were, like, 70 years old. And I'm like, I, I give so much respect for you because you're never too old to, to get an education mm-hmm, yeah. at all. And be happy. Yeah. Like, if you went to something you didn't like, you can go back and change it. You don't have, like, honestly, in the scheme of life, like, three-year program, four-year mm-hmm. program, it's like a blip. Yeah. It goes really fast. It goes so quick. It, yeah. And you can do, you don't always have to do school full-time and not work in whatever you get to. Like, some people, they'll go back to school to become, like, I don't know, like, a nurse or something, but they're still working as, like, a dietitian or, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. whatever thing you did before that you didn't like. Mm-hmm. So you can still work and go to school. But, like, sometimes people are like, oh, no, I'm, like, 30-something. I don't want to go back to school. It's embarrassing. Yeah, I see, that's their mental health. They're, like, trying to – they're putting themselves down and not doing – It's because people put each other down. They're like, yeah, oh, like, I don't want to be in a class full of 18-year-olds. I know. And, yeah, but then there's online online options as well. Yeah, there are. Depending on if their program is online. They could do part time, yeah. Yeah. But do you guys feel like pressure, like, I feel like also pressures for success, it's not only like um, across like an educational or career standpoint, but it can be success in like your like getting married, having kids, you know, um, being super financially stable, having a car, stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Because like, yeah, you'll finish school, and then, like, most people typically are done, like, post-secondary between 22 to, like, 25, right? So, around there, people instinctively, what is the next question that they're going to ask you after you finish They should school? be saying, did you pay your OSAP off? Yeah. <laughs> but what they're saying, when are you getting married? <laughs> and then some people feel like, oh my goodness, I'm not married before 25, I'm not married before 27 i'm a failure in that regard i'm uh, expired because like the thing is ex- one thing i don't like is i hate that when word. people go and like say they're expired and yeah like it's not cute you should get married whenever you feel like you're content like with yourself and your life you should always put yourself as number one fix yourself so you can put yourself in another relationship with like somebody else mm-hmm. so you guys can both better each other right why are you going to be half ass in a relationship with another person and you're not even whole it that's makes true of no 100% yeah. but it just kind of sucks because like like um like when you're Somali or not even Somali or no I'm gonna say Somali because like that's what we all are here and it's like when you're done school they don't see you as successful because like how many times do you hear stories and these hubbies will be like oh you know she's they done the men as successful yeah not the woman and it'll be like oh you know she mashallah like you know she's she's um she has a doctor, ha, but you know she doesn't have a man. She should go yeah. back to some. Like in the game, Yeah, and it'll be like, oh, you know what? She's not married, and she's like twenty-seven. You know, yeah. she should just go back to like Hedavisa and just get a man from there. And I'm like, yo, like it, there's a pressure for success, not just in a career facet, but also within marriage and children and stuff like that. And if you tell people, 
I don't, how, okay, you know what the thing that makes me, like, super annoyed is? Okay, when I hear, like, have you just going to a wedding? And I'm like, oh, mashallah, that's so great. It's like, yeah, but the bride's old. I'm like, how old? They're like, oh, 29. That's not old. I'm that's just okay. That's old to That's them. not old to you, but that's old to them. Yeah. Like, they got married when they were 18, 19, like, even freaking 15. But the way I mean? that they Of choose- course we're old compared to them. But the way that they choose But they to also didn't go to them. school and stuff, so I don't know. It's different. It's true. Yeah. I, just, I just don't like the way that they almost, like, shame our culture will, like, shame a girl once she gets married after 28. It's like they don't ever shame a guy, even if he gets married no. at young or old. No. Like, they don't care. It doesn't matter. But I feel like it depends on, um, they care more about the babies, right? If the girl is having, like, children quicker or not. Our generation, like our generation will change it. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, everyone is getting married. Later yeah, on in life. like it's like thirty year old, thirty one year old. Do you you hear a thirty five year old yeah. getting married? Like at this point. Yeah, you, you know, guys you know remember I mean? when my cousin got so, married last summer? She was thirty two, and yeah, it was crazy. It's totally fine. I feel like these people are content with their lives. They figured Absolutely. themselves out. Yeah, they got to travel. Like they did so much with their lives, and then later on, they don't have to regret. Be like, oh my god, I got married at this age, and. I wasted my my youth and this and that mm. and the other. Right now, you know what? You didn't waste your youth. You yeah. it's it's crazy because all you know cu- I mean? our culture is so different. Because Adam people get married at thirty something, right? And they're like done with their lives. They did their thing. Now they're ready to be mothers and fathers. But they don't still, you and still like, get like take their children? To, they're like. I know, but yeah. like, but Adlan people—they're literally like content with being like in a family environment, whatever, and they're like very happy with just starting a family. But like us, on the other hand, we're like, oh my god, I lost my twenties or whatever when I got married at twenty-five. Yeah. Oh my god, I could have done this with my friends. Oh my god, I could have done this. You know what I mean? But the thing with Adlan people that's really funny is it's like they almost don't want like like my friends who. Like in high school, now that I'm seeing them get married or stuff like that on Facebook or whatever, it's funny because like from like whenever I'll run into them, they'll be like, "Yeah, my parents didn't want me to get married so young. You yeah. know, my parents didn't want me to get married they when we're 26, 27. They're yeah. like, what's wrong with you? Go live your yes. life. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, yo, they think of marriage as, oh my god, you're gonna be tied down. Tied down. Don't like, yeah. get let a man. Like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. And it's just so funny because I'm like, so how to love what offices? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, alhamdulillah, my parents and I feel like most like I feel like it's because they have the whole benefits of marriage without being married. So oh, they're like, true. why are you gonna get it's married? It makes no sense. sense. It's the dean, so we can't really do anything. If you guys are wondering whose voice this is at this point, it's our friend Asha. Asha. She's here. And like she just ended up we didn't introduce her in the beginning, but she just kinda like she she started talking and I'm like, money stop gonna edit this part out. So Asha, welcome. Hey Asha. Asha's also another ECE, so gay. And she's also one of our OIS friends. Yeah. So yeah. So if you guys hear random like input, it's just it's it's our beautiful friend Ash. Don't worry, no last names. No, we won't. No government. <laughs> I don't know, but like it's Asha. What do you what do you guys? Mashallah, Asha's actually probably one of our friends that I look she up is. to the most. Mashallah, yeah. Like this girl, she'll always be coming with you with the best advice. Mm-hmm. Like Asha, mashallah. So Asha, what is what do you think of success? Okay, so what do you think about like success and stuff? Like as soon as you finish mm-hmm. school, what made you go straight into your program? What made me go into the program in the beginning? Yeah, and not what take made like, you a year your program? off. Yeah, and what made you start working right early? Well, I from the beginning when I graduated, I took a semester off, and it took me a while to figure out what I wanted to do. But essentially, well, I I realized like I wanted to work with kids, and I'm like, okay, this is a job that's like meant for me. 
um, for the longest time, I wanted to be a kindergarten teacher. Mm-hmm. Inshallah, that's good. Inshallah. It's in the works, in the works. Yeah. But um, I, I was like, yeah, you know what? This is the closest thing to a kindergarten teacher. I'm like, okay, let's let's start with ECE first. And I told myself, after I'm done ECE, I'm going to go to Carleton and eventually get my child study degree and then do teacher's college. You know, it took a little detour right now, but alhamdulillah, I've been working. Um, honestly, I I love it. It's something that I've been very passionate about mm-hmm. for years. Um, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, like, you had like you have like five years almost experience, yeah. right? So, do you think that you should have went back to school earlier, or is it like are you content with just like it's fine to go back now? Well, I'm actually I'm, I'm content with where I am yeah. right now. I'm I'm thankful that I did put yeah. in like the work and got that you know hands-on experience. And now I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I now need to go back, try to you know add on to the years that I already put in. And eventually try to get my my bachelor's. Yeah. But alhamdulillah, like I think it's like having two the best of both worlds, right? Like exactly. you have the theory, and then you're gonna have the actual hands-on training exactly. experience. Exactly. So you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Which is awesome because you're so content with yourself. Yeah. So you're like, yeah, let's do it up. That's awesome. I love it. I don't know. I feel as though like everyone's different in like their pressures for success. I guess mm-hmm. like some parents. Um, you know, so it, it also depends on what kind of, how your parents are. Do you know what I mean? Some parents are okay with their kids not going to post-secondary. And, like, even in the smaller community, some parents are okay with it. Would so, you be okay with your children not going to post-secondary? I know it's, like, a random question. No, it's not. Uh, would I be okay with it? I don't know. I think if, if they, they wanted to, like, take a year off. Oh, yeah, that's maybe fine. do Maybe just try to figure out what they're trying to do and dibble dabble here and there and stuff. If, and then later on, maybe go into business. You never know. Um, you know what? Like, yeah, I'd be okay with my kids taking time off before school. That's fine. Because, like, my thing is, I don't want, if my kid just comes to me and they're like, I'm going to take a year off and I'm going to do absolutely nothing. No, that's not happening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I meant, like, in between high school and, like, university. Because I feel like those are really, like, crucial years. Mm-hmm. And if you don't start making plans now, Never you're never anything. exactly so if you come to me and you're like hey i want to take a semester off and a year or a year off and i want to dabble in different spheres and then i want to go to post-secondary that's completely fine with me mm-hmm. like you know what i mean because the thing is i feel like people forget most parents are very understanding you just can't come to them and be like i'm no, gonna do, do this nothing. and that's it i'm gonna do this and that's it no you have to come to them with a Facts. logical concrete plan and mm-hmm. if you do they're reasonable and logical people so if my kid came to me and inshallah if Allah does give me children like yeah like if my kid comes to me in the future and they're like hey I want to take some time off um I hope my kid doesn't say hey to me I hate I hope they say <laughs> I just took that in um you know so funny people roast me because I don't call my mom Poya but I roast me all the time she's like you call your mom mom <laughs> oh really yeah okay. even in my phone it's mom and dad mom's name's Hoya. Mama. <laughs> yeah mine's like mama it's mama yeah I know. Yeah. and then um was about to say but yeah if my kid comes to me and they have a concrete plan yeah that's cool because at the end of the day i want you to be successful but i also want you to be happy mm-hmm. and if that's going to make you more happy in the long run then that's okay and at the end of the day you're an adult you have if you are not able to make plans now and follow through with them when will you ever and if you mess around, I'm sending you back to Hedegesa. No question. Hedegesa? What? What is that going to do? Because all the children that are Hedegesa are all... I was going to say, don't you guys think that being 18 
how can you make such a huge decision in your life of like how or what you're going to be it's like you're so young yeah how are you establishing what you want to be for the rest of your life right like I feel like even now sometimes I'm like do I really like did I really make this decision and why did I decide this you know and you constantly have to like do you know self-reflections like yes this is the reason why I wanted to do what I wanted to do but it's it's just a big decision you're just like why did I choose to go into this program? Exactly. Yeah. Always regarding, you know? Regarding, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes, though, I yeah. feel like people, like like you're saying, I don't know yeah. how people make that decision in high school mm-hmm. and then expect people to stay in the same program throughout whatever they do, college or university. Mm-hmm. And even sometimes, you may not even like your first job that you get. <clears throat> like, and then you're just expected to stick through it. Yeah. But I think that you can... You can change it. Yeah, I think you can change your program, first of all, to suit mm-hmm. something, that, something that suits you. And then even whatever job you get... You don't have to stay with it if there's mm-hmm. things of it that you, certain thing aspects that you don't like. That's true. One thing is, people I feel like just jump to like random programs and stuff and just say, "Yeah, it makes me the most money. Let me do it." You know? Yeah. yeah. And then they end up not liking it because they don't have any information about it. And it makes me the most money because why your parents say that you should be a doctor or a lawyer? Yeah. Well, is money gonna really keep you warm and happy at night? Apparently, no. a university degree does. A university, yeah. Yes. Yeah. A university degree does. Okay. That's I'm happy. I think these people sleep with their degrees. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's crazy know, though. Like, it's it's crazy how a lot of people have degrees and they're yeah. working at fast food. Exactly. But I'm not even trying to knock them. Yeah. It's just yeah. but it's, true. it's true. No, it's just the fact that there's not a lot of jobs out here. So you have to be like conscious of the program you're going into and like how many jobs there is and if you have any connections there and stuff like that. If you're willing to actually go look for jobs. If you're not and you just want everything to come to you, then I'm sorry. It's not gonna happen. Something sure. needs to differentiate you from the everyone else and other people who have that same degree. Yeah. Exactly, because you're sitting with Stacy and Mark and whatever in the classroom. What the hell is what's different yeah. about you and Stacy and Mark? Like you gotta be different and unique. Yeah. You know what's a random question though, guys? What? Would you care if your kids wanted to go into a creative field like YouTube or writing or singing or something like something creative versus traditional jobs? Um, I would not mind. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I would not mind as long as they just try it out for like a year, maybe two years. What if it's their career, man? Something that they don't even have to go to school for. Like, for example, I was watching this YouTuber, Shahid Batal, like her parents are East or Sudanese, Sudanese. And she is like telling them, okay, I'm going to move to LA and drop out of university and do YouTube. So what if your kids said that like, to you? What do you mean? <laughs> if you have the coins, I mean, honestly, it up. if you have the coins to get there, if yeah. you have the means to like sustain yourself, yeah, survive, do your thing, and live it up. If you have, you're old enough. If you so have a decision, if you have a good support system, and if you actually, in the foreseeable future, you actually will be making. It's like it's not like I don't want to say that you are just have enough money to survive for like two months. No, you have contract backing you for the next six, eight, twelve. 18 months you know what I mean yeah what about athletics too I forgot to add that like yeah absolutely. that's fine yeah definitely mm-hmm. I feel like you're if passionate you're, about honestly if the thing with athletics you have to go to school yeah you have to you have to have aesthetics right college, yeah. like you have to be graduate high school yeah. Yeah. and you have to go to college and yeah. Then yeah do whatever thing but you have to be in a school too but like nutrition um, and all that no thing. yeah so like my cousin she's in university and then yeah she wants to be a filmmaker and she actually does a she actually does like photography on the side, and it actually gets picked up a lot by like Somali like pages and like 1991 Zine, uh, which is a Somali like um, creative magazine, and it gets picked up all the time. But the funny thing is, I actually met a girl maybe two three years ago, uh, randomly in Ottawa, and this girl is a Somali girl, and she lives in LA and she works in filmmaking in LA. And don't forget, oh, there's a Somali girl who's a she was a writer on Scandal. 
Even the one Molly girl who's a writer on Power. Like, her name is no Selma what? something. Yeah, I swear to God. Something Selma something Deary. Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, get it. Writing the and she, she writes oh. for Grey's Anatomy, too. So I'm like, yo. And there's a someone from Lust something for Scandal. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. wow. I love oh, my God. It. I'm going to clap. I love her. Yay. But you want to know something as well? Even in the creative field, for example, Halima Aiden is a supermodel. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's another Halima photographer. Yeah, that's true. And, like, you know, you have a lot of people that are, You even have, like, um, what's his name? Like, I follow a guy, and I think his name's Mohamed, uh, Mohamed Abdul, and he's a photographer in London, Yasin from Toronto. These are all people in, like, super creative spaces. And it's funny, but, like, a lot of them actually have, like, degrees and, like, stuff like that, or diplomas. And, you know, but they ended up going into those fields. Mm -hmm. And, like... For them, a lot of them, whenever they're asked about it, they always say that my parents were kind of, like, hesitant about me doing it. But once I started showing them that I was actually doing it... I'm making money. Yeah, I'm making <laughs> coins. Then, you know, that was it. But you know what I really admire on YouTube? Mm-hmm. Aisha Abdul. From Toronto. Aisha, yeah. Aisha Haroon? Yeah. Because, like, that girl, she literally... She she was doing YouTube in university. She got her marketing degree. She lives in Toronto. You know, she got her degree, and she's securing her bag on YouTube. And on Instagram, sponsored ads and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah like I see your sponsored ads all the time. Yeah, I think the thing is the key with some creative degrees is like you get like a backup degree career type thing. Yeah, but like I also something to fall back on. Yeah, something but then like I'm not creative, right? But like I know that some people say no, like you have to put your all into it and you can't have a day job. But you can also just kind you of you can like, have a day job, but you the, can have a part time job, but. I feel like they're saying that because they're like, yo, you put all, you're all into it. I feel like when you have all in it, when you have nothing else to fall back on, and you just have that, you put a hundred percent. But I feel like that's only white people who can say that they can put their one hundred percent into it because their parents are, their parents are like, if like yeah, I, but some people that. literally can't even pay rent and whatever, and they're like pursuing their career and they're literally putting their, their all passion. into but, it. But like their passion, everything, don't even. Speak. I read so many articles about people who live in like New York and um like they're creatives and let's just say they work at an art gallery they want to be a curator or they're a model or they you know they work at a blog or on a website you know and like they'll be like yeah you know what if you're gonna do this you can't do anything else but they'll also be like oh yeah but by the way my parents pay my entire like support my parents pay for everything oh, yeah, some people yeah but i feel like black people at the time don't get they don't, have a support they don't but the yeah. black people will put it in like they'll put they're one hundred percent a effort with like nothing else. Like they will do what it they have to do in order to make work any job and exactly. try to make their dream come true, which is awesome. One hundred percent. Like how many? Wait, where's it? How many black actors do you see? So many black creatives that you see now, they'll be like, "Oh, I worked like four jobs." Yeah. Before I got my break. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you, like, did waitressing and stuff like that, and you're an actor at, at night. You know what I actually want to ask? Like, for example, like, Nima, yeah. you are, you finished school. Yeah. And you got married before, because right now you are 25. Yeah. Yeah. I, she, I didn't even you know. looked at me and didn't think that. I'm like, girl, it's, really, not, really it's not February. Yeah. <laughs> it's not February. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you did get, you, like, you know, mashallah, you did finish school, you got married, stuff like that, and, like, I guess, like, that is what Somali people would deem as being successful. Like, yes. do you know what I mean? So do you feel like you've reached, you've reached that? She's my mom's dream. <laughs> so do you, I just want to know, like, do you feel like you have 
reached that like obviously you have more goals in the future but like I just wonder like do you feel less pressure like relief yeah I feel like I do in a sense but for me I made my own expectations not my not my mom or, or or dad I said to myself I gave myself timelines like you know I gave myself okay by 20 I'm like by 24 I want to you know, get married, and then I'm like, 15, I want to graduate school, and then I want to find myself a career in the field, but before doing that, I took, like, a little break from travel, um, but then when I came back, I'm like, okay, so I'm going to give myself another timeline, I'm like, okay, I know I want to get married, so I gave myself a timeline, by 24, I want to get married, you know, by probably 26, have a kid, and stuff like that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, like, I gave myself kind of two years of of a gap, but I don't feel pressure from my mom or dad anymore, but I don't know if I would, yeah, but I don't know if I would feel pressure if I didn't make my own expectations, I probably would feel the pressure after, especially going into the field when I finished school, I probably would feel the pressure, and my mom would probably be like, hey, why are you still home, and it's time, you know, kind of eviction, eviction, exactly, (laughs) yeah, so, I don't know. It depends if you make your own expectations for yourself versus if you have your own timeline. Mm-hmm. If not, if you just let things go, then it's just totally fine. Because you know yourself when you're ready, right? Oh, so you should never do anything when you're not ready. Yeah. Exactly. And you should never feel rushed or pressured by anybody else because yourself, it's you. Your parents are not going to be in your marriage or your parents are not going to be in your, you know what I mean? It's yourself, so... Because if you if you don't even know yourself, how are you going to exactly get somebody else? Exactly. exactly. You know what I mean? It's like why are you dragging another person into your problem? That exactly. You yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't feel pressure. Just mm-hmm. get married to the person you love and that is really compatible to you, and exactly. you make it work, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Great job. I feel like though, like at our age, like where we are right now, it's just so funny because like whenever I'll go to like my like Hemza, like my mom's sisters live here, and like whenever I go to my aunt, my grandma's house, and it's like my grandma, my mom, and my mom's two sisters. Marian walks in, and the first question is, it's like even though I have like cousins older than me, it's like, oh, in a joking way, they're like, Marian, Kale, She's like, do you have what for me? Do you have news? And I said, what news? I said I got pulled over like I got like what kind of news do people want and they're like you know nah did you find a man and I said subhanallah they're like you know at this age you have to start looking around you have to start seeing what's good what's quality and I'm like subhanallah I'm not it's not like a grocery store do you know what I mean mm-hmm. but it's like even like those little jokes or even when you're at weddings and habibs are like oh hubba you're next you know hubba when are you gonna get married mm-hmm. that in itself can I feel like can be very stressful for mm-hmm. some people like alhamdulillah like for me I don't find it I don't find it stressful because I'm like when it happens it's when it happens it's yeah. a lost will but a lot of people like they actually like feel like a lot of stress when they go to other people's weddings they feel stressed or like enjoy as like as the years go as you get yeah, older, as you get older. Like the time is like ticking yeah yeah like they feel like their biological clock is like like really ticking mm-hmm. I don't know like no one can lie about that that's that's inevitable it is ticking, just to put you out there. Yeah. Like, you can't lie about that. Yeah, but it's ticking. But no, but no one's getting married to yeah. Joe down the no, street because no. it's ticking. No, but do you, but feel you, like you have to admit that it is true. But I feel like people facts, try, yeah. try to push it off and be like, I don't get why people give this expectation. It, it, like, I'm not saying truth, get married yeah. tomorrow. I'm yeah. just saying Go and it's look. true. But I feel like, honestly, some people put, like, uh, like a stigma or something on, mm-hmm. like, girls going to look for men or, like, trying to Active find their... 
spouse. You know I, I don't mean? like that. It's term. like it's like Actively honestly, seeking. why what why what's like what's like bad about that? I don't get it. Like there's her. nothing wrong with that. If you honestly want to get married, go and look for a spouse. Go and ask your friends to look for you. Whatever, like do your thing. Like just try and find your spouse. You're ready to get married. Don't just sit around and wait and become a whale. <laughs> and like, okay, a whale shot fire. Sorry, sorry, is that Very sh- <laughs> not a whale? Going? Sorry, I don't know I why that was a whale. I mean, I mean don't just <laughs> don't just sit around and just expect something yeah. to just drop on you. You know what I mean? Honestly, I had the expectation for how long. You know what I mean? Like someone but, was gonna come to your your door so, and knock. Yeah, just gonna knock on my door and be like, "Hey, what's up?" You know, like, "Are you ready?" I feel like a lot. Of people I mean, that would be ideal. That, that's like awesome. It's amazing. But like, there's no shame in looking. There's no shame. Like everyone wants to get married. Honestly, I really thought there was shame in that though. In the beginning, like I really was like, "Ew, that's gross." Just putting yourself but, out there. But like, I'm trying to get all my friends to get out there and do the thing. I agree with you, Farah. There's nothing wrong with actively seeking if you want to get married. Like, you know what? At the end of the but day... I feel like I'm honestly talking a lot of shit because... I am crazy. the girl of like, oh my God, I see potential, babe. Oh my God, he meets every single criteria, whatever. Oh yeah, okay, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to move this way. I'm going to say hi, nothing. You know what I mean? Like, even when Queen Book was like, oh, the only thing I could do is wink. You know what I mean? More than a wink, it's like, you're a... Uh, you know? You're home. Exactly. It's like, what's that thing I was reading on Twitter? It's like, smile girls will see the man of their dreams and walk by. Yes! I'll be like, okay, cool. Anyways. You, oh, you guys know me, Maria. <laughs> so, another like, like, thing I saw, it was like, I've been looking at his picture for te- every day, and he still doesn't have fun. Is that the one yes. I sent you on Twitter? <laughs> what? Oh, it's, it's so, so funny. funny. But you haven't it was a tweet, <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> It was, it was so funny. Oh, God. So it was on Twitter, and it was like, I've been staring at my man crush Mondays, DP pick for 15 minutes every day, and he still hasn't DM'd me or followed me. I died. But you want to laugh? I, I don't know. I've never been like, um, yo, if I see, I don't know. I've never been like, if I see potential in someone, I'm going to do something. That's what's up. I give you kudos. And you guys know that I will. Like, I don't have an issue with it. Because at the end of the day, um, Maria might have a seminar. We'll see. I'm on Instagram Live. But anyways. um, Teach me a lot. I'm the type. I'm that girl in those tweets. No, because honestly, (laughs) even. You know what the thing is? Don't think about it, okay? But you would do word of mouth. Like, you would get your mom, your dad, your sisters, your friends to hook you up. You know what I mean? Like. I don't think I'd actively, like, tell my parents, but if my friends saw, like, if my, like, obviously, like, if I'm ready to get married, you guys would, like, know. Mm -hmm. And then, like, if you guys knew someone who was, like, you thought would be good, or your significant other knew someone who would be good, then there's nothing wrong with that. Like, it's whatever. Like, it's just, it's just, like, process 2018. It's, it's, shoot your shot 2018. Like, at the end of the day, though, it's literally process of elimination. You know what I mean? Minder match, which are like online, um, <laughs> online matrimonial services for Muslim. You know what I mean? Oh, and to be honest, I've told the girls, but I've seen it before, and yo, there's actually bare Somalis on it. Like, there's, have you seen it before? I have friends that are on it, and they're like, I just saw it. Okay, back to the topic. Like, people being successful and like feeling the pressure of like 
having to go to school and like making money and like paying the OSAP off and stuff like that. Like I feel like we're all very different. There's a lot of different cultures and different expectations and whatever, right? At the end of the day, you shouldn't just you shouldn't care about what other people think. Mm-hmm. Is what my opinion is. Great. You should always be content within yourself and always work on yourself and be independent and like know what you want and what your goals are mm-hmm. and do what you you like is best for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anybody I feel else? Like with our parents back in the day, like talking to my dad, like his his um motivational skills that he likes to you know preface on is like oh look at this person this person mm-hmm. this way you know and they they're working at you know this place and they have this kind of car what are you doing with your life and mm-hmm. it's like shaming um i don't get it like mm-hmm. i'm doing what i need to do but why do we have to constantly compare each other to? Yeah. Like, yeah. we're both on two different lanes mm-hmm. you stay there i'll stay there and i'll you know we'll get to you know eventually one path that's you know that will lead us to whatever mm-hmm. quote unquote success. Do you know? Right? Do you know what's actually really funny? Mm-hmm. You saying that made me realize that, like, it made me think about success in a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Success in your you as a person, mm-hmm. like, it's kind of tied into what Farah was saying. But your success as being a good person. Do you understand <laughs> what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's exactly kind of like what you're saying. Like, just because another person that like our parents, like Somali culture, it's very like they compare you all the time, that's and it's how they. I guess that's how they motivate each, like, motivate yeah. children. Or, yeah, but that's sometimes how it was it's not motivation, though. That's it's actually, like, that's it's thing. shaming sometimes. It's like, like, that's how they were motivated. Yeah, that's how they were motivated. And that's how they used to compete with each other, sorry. And, like, another way that, like, you can be successful, sorry, is, like, if you have a good relationship with your family, good relationship with your friends, you're, um, you know, good relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you're a good person, you're trustworthy, you're loyal, you know, you're a kind person. If you have those characteristics, then that in itself is a means of success. 100%. Do you know what I mean? Some people don't do that as success. They think money is success. So can you guys give like, I think society made it like that, right? Yeah. That's the thing. You see, in culture, Definitely, but like you see people like freaking Kylie Jenner with her like Lambo and all this ish, right? So you're just like, but she worked for it though. She did, but yeah, but she also like, had family to follow on with hundreds, like millions grandfathered of followers. In. Yeah, grandfathered in. Yeah, but I feel like that's what everyone sees and that's what everyone idolizes. It's like, okay, well, that's the form of success I want. Like, mm-hmm. I want to eventually have like, you has. know, what she has. Yeah, that's yeah. not a bad goal. So it is your thing. Do whatever you can to get there. If it's motivating to you, do it. Just don't make it the whole soul purpose. You know what I mean? If it motivates you at the end of the day, do your thing. There's nothing wrong with it. I think that there's so many different definitions of like what success is, and success has a different definition for everyone else, and there isn't one unilateral or one definition of success, and whatever your definition of success is, is that's what matters, but at the end of the day, you just, like Farah was saying, you just try and be the best person you can be, you just think of yourself first, take care of your family, take care of your, be the best friend that you can be. Always be be positive. Yeah. Yeah, be positive, do what makes you happy, because at the end of the day, um, okay, you guys know that I watch Korean dramas, but I'm watching a Korean drama right now, and it's called Because This Is Your First Life, and it's so true. You're only gonna, th- everyone's living this life for the first time. You're gonna make mistakes, you know what I mean? The first time, you're experiencing everything for the first time. This moment is the only version of this moment you're gonna have. So with that, you are gonna make mistakes, and the fear of failure is more scary than failure in itself. And it was so funny because 
I was really scared, like, to do, like, a few days ago, I was really scared to do something, and then I called my older brother, and I was like, I mean, like, I almost don't even want to do it, because I'm gonna fail, and he's like, yeah, but you're supposed to fail, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you're, like, how else are you gonna be able to get through it if you don't fail at it first? And I was like, look at you! The new learning. That law school education is paying for something! (laughs) So I was like, it's true, but, like, I don't know, I just want because we're we're past like he like the person who sent this to us we're talking about 20 to 25 and like we're passing that point well actually no me and asha are still 24 but um you know high five asha still part of the young crew um (laughs) yeah that's true my birthday's in like two weeks a week week and a half but anyways um yeah at the end of the day just live your best life guys because you're only gonna live it once Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good song for today. So yeah, that's like the end of. Does anyone have anything else to say? No. Yeah, if you guys have any suggestions, because Jazakallah Khaid is the person who sent in the suggestion. Um, then don't be worried or don't be. Just shoot us an email at otpodcast at gmail DM us on Twitter and Instagram um, at otpodcast or you know any other means that you want to reach us. If you know us in real life, let us know. And, you know, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. We're on Google Play, SoundCloud, CastBox, and Apple Podcasts. So, yeah, guys.